Hey y'all, welcome back to A Breath of Fresh Faith. I'm so excited and so pumped to talk to y'all. First off, Happy New Year. I know it's been a minute since I have uploaded and recorded and I just wanted to let you guys know that this year I am going to be more consistent because I was honestly truly blown away of how many people listened this past year in 2023 and I first want to start off by thanking every single person that subscribed, listened, shared, tuned in, whether you just discovered me last year or you've been along for the ride for the past three years thank you so much because without y'all I could not do what I do and it's also just insane to think of all the different countries that also listen to my podcast I was shook to the core when I realized that there was at least 10 countries represented like on Spotify like the audience for our podcast and I was like wow god like and I say our podcast because this is the Lord's podcast that's on loan to me And I know you're probably thinking, Hannah, that's so crazy and so weird to say, but, like, truly, like, the only reason why I've had any success or any, anyone even listen is because the Lord has brought the people that need to listen to this podcast. And I'm excited for the content that the Lord's going to just continue just to birth out of this podcast this upcoming year and the people that are going to come on and share their stories. And I've been around a ton of people that are very wise, and I think it's only fair to have them come on and share their wisdom with you guys because their advice and just life experience has honestly shifted my life in so many ways and helped me have such a more positive and optimistic outlook on this upcoming year and also truly truly trusting in the Lord and igniting my faith with him and going deeper and one of the big things that I want to do better at in 2024 is getting more consistent in reading reading my word reading the word of the Lord and the Bible and spending more time in prayer intentionally Because last year, I would say that it was the biggest year for me regarding, like, consistency when it came to praying. But I would say that, like, I could have been more intentional with the prayers that I was praying. But, of course, the Lord hears you whenever you speak to Him. But going into this new year, I really want to, like, posture myself that, like, if I claim to be someone that's intentional, that that would be translated into my relationship with the Lord, obviously. (laughs) And then would be an outpouring into my other relationships and friendships. And so if, I, if I'm not being intentional with the Lord above all else, and it's a counterfeit version of intentionality with others. And so I'm really challenged in that. And I'm thankful to be around incredible just faith-based leaders that really model that well. And because I think it's easy to say you want to be a certain type of way or you have goals or, you know, dreams in mind, but you don't have any type of one, it might be motiva- lack of motivation, maybe it's a lack of vision, a lack of purpose, a lack of drive. Like, there could be a plethora of things. But I'm thankful that, one, I have listened to Beca- the Becoming Something podcast by Jonathan Bapukta and Nate and Kathy and Maddie. They all have, like, completely just, like, been a big part of my year last year of listening to them on the, on the daily. And I love how honest and how real and how blunt they are because... Like I've said a million million and one times on this podcast that I truly believe that so many people crave authenticity and realness because we live in such a world that's so oversaturated with fakeness and, you know, just people trying to be someone they're not. And so it's really refreshing to, like, sit back and actually, like, hear someone share about their life and you can tell by the fruit of their life that what they're saying is true and there's there's validity to what they're saying. And so... With that, I wanted to just share a passage of scripture that I dove into today. I actually, like, started off at midnight tonight, or, like, this past <laughs> this past night on the 1st, 
going into reading the word because I really wanted to like set the tone for the year and I did not do that out of the need to feel religious or anything like that I just really truly wanted to like actually you know go to bed with the word in my mind and it was funny because I had just got the phone with a really good friend of mine and we were talking about his life and the ebbs and flows of it and, the, and just being super honest about how we're in a refining season and a healing season and it's been very messy and it's been it's been super humbling in a lot of ways and I we were talking about that and just like talking about like the reality of our emotions but challenging each other in the reality that we can't stay where we can't stay in that rut we can't stay in that like negative mentality like yes we can process our emotions but we don't need to stay in those emotions we need to learn how to get out of where we're at and it's really humbling too in a sense of having people in your life that are healthy and god-fearing that it also has helped spur you on to be like okay well I need to like continue to like push closer to the Lord because I don't want to lead anyone around me away from him and I want to you know iron sharpens iron I want to actually push that person closer to the Lord those around me and I want them to do the same and I don't want it to be one of those things where it's a one-sided friendship or one-sided you know line of communication and so I definitely am very thankful to have such incredible people in my corner but the book of the, the book of the Bible that I dove into today was James 1 and I'm going to read it to you guys, and I know you're probably thinking, well, Hannah, it's going to be a hot second to just, you know, sit back and listen. But honestly, y'all, it is, this saves you from having, but I would highly recommend to open up your Bible app or open up your physical Bible. I'm very big about, I don't get me wrong, I have, like, version app, and thank God for technology and for the million resources that we have to, like, dive into the scripture and dive into the word, but there's just nothing like opening up a physical Bible, and I know that. There's a ton of people that listen to my podcast that are all across the globe that might not have the same accessibility or resources that I have. And I'm very blessed and I don't take this for granted. But that's something that really like I have been spurred, like stirred in my spirit about is not taking for granted the resources that he's the Lord's given me. And that like something is what well, might seem simple as just physical Bible, like there's so much power in it. And it quite literally can move mountains in your life. And I don't want to take for granted the physical word of the Lord. And so I'm going to pray first before we dive into the word. And I hope that you just have an open heart and open open ears to hear what the Lord wants to wants to show you through this passage of scripture. It really was powerful for me. And I'll talk a little bit more about what I got out of it. But I think first and foremost, to really just tell you what the word, the word says, because that'll speak louder than anything that I could ever say. Dear Lord, I thank you so much for today. I thank you for a new year. Thank you for new beginnings and new chapters and new starts, Lord. It's so exciting and exhilarating to be able to have a fresh slate, a new slate to walk in on and work with. And I pray that we would steward it well. And I pray, God, that you would just open the heart of every listener and be able to listen to what your word says. And I pray that you would just be so intentional and so intricate like you always are with just helping them receive what they need to from your word and I pray that you just bless our time together and that you just speak through me to them and that it would be all about you and that you be highlighted above it all in Jesus name amen all right let's jump into the word James a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the to the 12 tribes dispersed abroad greetings consider it great joy my brothers and sisters whenever you experience various trials because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, 
lacking nothing. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting. For the doubter is like the surging sea, driven and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, being double-minded and unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of humble circumstances boast in his exaltation. But let the rich boast in his humiliation, because he will pass away like a flower of the field. For the sun rises, and together with the scorching wind, dries up the grass, it flowers, its flowers fall off, and its beautiful appearance perishes, in the same way the rich person will wither away while pursuing his activities. Blessed is the one who endures trials, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. I want to read that verse one more time, verse 12. Blessed is the one who endures trials, because when he stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. This is a powerful, powerful verse and a great reminder. No one undergoing a trial should say, I'm being tempted by God since God is not tempted by evil and he himself doesn't tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when he is drawn away and enticed by his own evil desire. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. Y'all, let's just like rewind a minute because that this also is another verse that really like stuck out to me. Um, just a really good, you know, reminder that we really can sometimes undermine the power of sin, but literally the Lord is so clear and so plain about what sin can do and what, where it leads to. And then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the father of lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. But his own choice, he gives us birth by the word of truth so that we would be a, be a kind of first fruits of his creation. My, brother, my dear brothers and sisters, understand this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For human anger does not, not accomplish God's righteousness. Therefore, ridding yourself of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, humbly receive the implement, implemented word which is able to save, save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like someone looking at his own face in a mirror. For he looks at himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of person he is. But the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres in it, and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer who works, this person will be blessed in what he does. If anyone thinks he is religious without controlling his tongue, his religion is useless and he, and he deceives himself. Pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep keep oneself unstained from the world. Y'all, that was so, so crazy. It was just like such a powerful reminder and just a decree for us of, you know, not, you know, wallowing in self-pity and not being stuck, allowing the enemy to allow us to to stay stuck in a circumstance or even allowing ourselves to convince ourselves to stay in one place for too long. And as I was um, really surprised by the Lord. He's so comical because in my Bible, I'm a big highlighter and like I have a decent side margins on my Bible where I just like will put the date and like put a little title, whether it's like my quiet time or like for today, I put the first Devo of the year. Um, but it was crazy because the um, last year on the 20th of 2023, there was two times in January that I came came back to this passage of scripture, 
And it's so cool how God can be so consistent in reminding us that like the lesson that I thought that I might have learned at the beginning of this past year might not have been fully like deposited in my spirit like it needed to be. And that's why the Lord could be rewriting me back to that same spot again. And to be honest, sometimes I truly believe that you can open the word a million times and get something different every single time because the Lord is so intentional that he is going to talk to you directly where you're at and whether you're in a season of transition or whether you're in a season of grief or loss or struggling or strife or whatever it is that like the Lord meets you there. And I, I think it's so cool how we literally have access to him in such a tangible way. And I'm thankful for his word. And so my Bible, I have the She Reads Truth Bible and I love it because if you're like me and you're squirrely and you need some like guidance, they have like devotionals and also different like timelines and like different plans for the Bible. Like, or like if you wanted to read the Bible in a year or in a month or like a certain book in a month, like there's different like layouts, which I really appreciate because when there's been so many years that I'm like, I want to read the Bible in a year and it never really had much guidance. And so I just was aimlessly wondering and don't get me wrong, the Lord still like honored my, my, you know, intentionality into yearning to want to get dive into his word. But I think it is important to like be disciplined and ask the Lord to give you a direction of where he wants you to go into the word. And James was definitely the one, the one book that like really was on a lot of people around me, their hearts. And also like the Lord, like I asked the Lord, like, God, take me to where you want me to go for this first day of the year. And this is where he took me. And so I'm going to go through the book of James this month or in this next couple of weeks and then see where I'll, see where the Lord takes me and you best believe y'all that I will keep you updated of what he is downloading to me and revealing to me not out of game for myself but I just know that like the whole reason why the Lord allows us to go through certain trials and tribulations is so we can testify of his faithfulness and goodness to those around us to remind them that if like he can take us out of those things and help us overcome those things that he can do the same thing in your life and he will and all you need is faith this faith, this size of a mustard seed that can move mountains. And with God, nothing is impossible, which is such an incredible promise of him that I really want to, like, go into this year of, like, claiming and believing, like, his promises over my life and believing them wholeheartedly. Because I really do believe that will shift the atmosphere in my life and those, and honestly shift the atmosphere around the people that are, that are in the front row seat of my life. And I really want it to just be such a fruitful, fruitful year. And I truly believe that it will be. But like I was saying, see, you guys are reading a snippet of my ADHD brain. There's little devos in some of the books of the Bible, or in my book specifically. And for right by James 1, there's this little devo called Rejoice in Suffering. And also another really cool thing about this Bible is it has a lot of cross-referencing. So, for example, we're reading about, I just read, read James 1, but also another reference or correlation of, to James 1 is Jeremiah 31, 7 through 14. I need to go, I need to go read that specific passage, and I have not, and so this is good accountability for me to go do that, but I wanted to read this little d- devotional because I thought it was very, like, relatable, and hopefully someone can just know that they're not alone, but here we go. Have you ever noticed how, how in times of pain or trial we comfort our friends, loved ones, and even ourselves with words like, you're going to make it through, make it through this, Tomorrow will be better. What can I do to ease your pain? Our end game is an end to suffering. We pray for the bad times to go away. We beg that they would never come at all. A whole industry of mylar balloons and teddy bears exist, existing bearing the sentiment, get well soon. 
We ask the Lord to remove our thorns, to help us endure our hardships, and to bring us through suffering as unscathed as possible. But James has had an entirely different take on trials. Consider it great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials. That was James 1-2. Don't get over them. Don't rush through them and or past them. Rejoice in them. James tells us not to be so hasty to, to escape the faith-testing valleys because those valleys contain the fertile soil needed to produce steadfastness. And steadfastness being immovable, unable to be shaken, deeply rooted, and is perhaps the true wellness we should be seeking. As Christians, we eagerly say we want to be like Christ. The term Christian, after all, means little Christ. But many of us are really only asking for the good stuff. Lord, make us loving and patient and joyful. We sing in chorus and with enthusiasm. But while Jesus was indeed all of those things, he's also described described by the prophet Isaiah as a man of suffering who knew what sickness was, Isaiah 53.3. Christ himself learned obedience through his suffering, Hebrews 5.8. In friends, it's from those dark yet fertile valleys that steadfastness begins to spring forth, first sprouting from faith, then budding into love and flowering into patience and joy. Today or tomorrow or whenever you find yourself in a place of trial, do not minimize it or rush through it. Instead, give thanks to the Lord. Pray for endurance and steadfastness from the one who has already endured and proven himself steadfast. As backwards as it may feel, this difficult trial or painful suffering is a time to thank the Lord. This is the time to rejoice. We do not rejoice because bad things happen or because this this poor and fallen world is full of death, injustice, and sorrow. No, we rejoice because the sovereign God calls us calls us his own he loves us enough to descend with us into the dark yet mysteriously fertilize or fertile valleys to produce produce in us a steadfastness which cannot be shaken thanks be to god blessed is the one who endures trials because where he has stood the test he will receive the crown of life that god has promised to those who love him james 1 12 y'all i don't know about y'all but about you guys but just like hearing that and reading that was i'm so thankful that there are people out there that can recognize the importance especially for this younger generation where people are just uh, honestly in a weird way obsessed with be feeling like they can relate to someone or something we all crave it because it makes us feel known or seen or like seen and heard but at the end of the day like i love how we can even with the word even with our trials and tribulations that we can still like push each other to the Lord through our, through our similarities, whether it be through something painful, whether you lost one in your family or you went through a painful breakup or you made a mistake and that has, like, really changed a lot of things in your life. Like, just knowing that, like, you are not the only one that's ever been through this, through this the thing that you've been through. Like, there's someone else out there. You might not know them. You may have never spoken to them. But I can guarantee you that, like, there's nothing new under the sun. The Lord is not surprised by what you're going through. And that he is with you wherever you're at. Whether you're in the mess. Whether you're in the beauty of the the fruit of the harvest of your life. Wherever you, wherever you see yourself, God is there. And I'm thankful for that promise. This past year, in 2023 harvest was a big word for me um and just like i had even on my phone for like most of the year a picture of a har- like a wheat field and the lord had given me a word saying that i was a harvester and that he, you know he had you know produced me which you probably think hand that's very like machine like well no but like he had he made me to be a harvester to go out and to bring the loss to him and that there's such a desire there's such a 
fuel there because in an urgency there because we're not promised tomorrow and I first want to say I feel like that you know I tried my best last year in so many ways to really like highlight the Lord and share about him and share about his faithfulness and goodness but as I like reflected on last year there was a lot of times where I spent more time focusing on how I felt than how than like what God was doing and what he was showing and so going into this year I hope that like in this podcast like, like if you've been following along that you can see a shift of like more so of me pointing to the Lord even in even in the suffering like this passage is saying is like we can rejoice even in suffering even in the good even in the bad even in the ugly like he is still faithful he is still good he's still kind and I just came out of season I've been honestly this 2023 was a year of transition and refinement for me and it was there was a lot of beauty there's a lot of amazing things I rededicated my life to the Lord and I had gotten baptized and I had been through a couple of jobs and I had a lot of season of alone time with the Lord and then I also had a season of chaos and I felt like the like towards the latter half of the year um people kept asking me like okay how would you describe this part of the year and the best way that I could describe it is I would say a pressure cooker that I'm in the pressure cooker and different things are getting added into it and different things are being produced from what's been put what's been put in into the pot and whether that's good bad and but I'm thankful for that because the Lord has like accelerated so many things for me this year which I feel like I have heard so many other people also say that they feel like that the Lord has really just quickened a lot of things because we just don't have time to waste to be so focused on ourselves that we are not like focusing on the mission at hand of reaching the lost and so I'm really excited and really pumped to just share his word read his word with you guys and to dive in treat this more like a bible study obviously I'll come on in and I'll share about things that the Lord teaching me just in general in life but the best thing I could do as a sister in Christ to you if you do know the Lord is to just help point you to him and what better way to do that than to really literally open up the word and read it with you and I'm definitely getting something from it and so just know like I'm no better than you I need I need to hear these words over and over and over again we can never hear the word the word enough but going back to what I was saying about the Lord teaching me about just like the importance like the the word for the year for me was harvest last year and it still is going into this year. I'm still definitely feel like the Lord's attaching a new word and there's it's building on each other. Like there's there's just momentum that's going to be brought from the previous year. But at my church, we have um, an incredible like worship team and just a creative like ministry. And our church created a beautiful magazine called Harp and Sword. And and the like under like subtitles called Create and Rest which I thought was comical because I'm not good at resting. I know a lot of people in my life as well that like don't know how to actually rest because we live in such a fast-paced society that doesn't know how to actually just just exist just to be. And so I thought that was funny because I hadn't really had time to crack into the book or the magazine. And my one of my best friends, he was telling me, he was like, Hannah, you need to read this specific page in here because it is just so powerful and like it's reading your mail it's reading our mail it's reading a bunch of people's mail like you just need to read it and so I read it last night and I want to read it read it to you guys because I just I like I said I just truly believe in my heart that someone's going to be able to relate and understand and like feel like feel feel the feel the power of the Lord through what this amazing woman God Lacey Barker she's the worship pastor for the Cleveland campus at my church and she is just such a powerhouse woman she's so on fire for the Lord and she's just so eloquent with her words so I'm really excited to share this with you 
The title of this is Rhythm, Rhythms of Rest, He Restores My Soul. In my early college days, I often heard my choir director and worship mentor say the following, Rest is the most spiritual thing you can do. As a young student, sleep and rest were the last things I thought of as spiritual. But if it helped in, helped in getting me a tardy pass for my early morning classes, I received. Post-college, that statement has rung true over and over again. As human beings, we know that we physically can't function without sleep. Our bodies tell us when it's time and, and we'll shut down. But as for rest, it is a rhythm we must create. Isn't it so beautiful that when God, the masterful artist, created us, we were designed to rest? It is a beautiful gift he gave us from the very beginning and one he even modeled himself. In the beginning, God created, and then he stopped and, and took rest. He even called it holy. He made man in his image from the dust of the earth. Adam's lungs kept pace with the breath of God. His heart was beating its own rhythm while his brain waves formed rhythmic electrical pulses. God put him in a deep sleep, and from that place of rest, he created Eve. Yeah, let's just stop for a moment and just, like, acknowledge that, like, the Lord produced Eve through while while he was resting. That's crazy. That's that's so wild to me. But it just shows that there's going to be purpose in rest. There's always purpose in everything. And, you know, I think we all can all, we all need to learn how to rest in a more, more Christ-like way. So I'm very thankful for this. <laughs> Okay, so several years ago, I experienced an uninvited season of rest. Yes, I know how crazy that may read. In all honesty, I misread that season for the longest time until God has to shout at me to just be quiet and be quiet and still. Prior to that season, I had been going, seeing, doing, singing, praying, obeying, believing, thriving, and prioritizing, just like I had done for so long. There was love, joy, peace, and all the fun, adventure-filled things. What I was failing to see is that I didn't know how to just be. I was a wife, a worshiper, a creative, a minister, a singer slash songwriter, a missionary. I was committed and faithful to what God has called me to called me to do, but I was running on stinky fumes. I was still creating, and it was good, but it, he was longing for my best. Even though I was being faithful, I wasn't being fruitful. Don't believe the lie that the two are the same. In the book of Genesis, following the creation story, we see the word rest again, but this time the Hebrew meaning is different. It translates to, translates as to abide. John fifteen five says, He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Honesty. I don't understand why Psalms twenty three has become a popular funeral passage. Is it because we all know it? Is it because David was basically a dead man in the valley of shadows? I prefer to think it's because he revealed so poetically another facet of God's nature. The good shepherd. He leads me by green pastures. He leads me by the still waters. He rest restores my soul. Rest like y'all rest is literally in the word restores there were two passages in god's word in which i found found all i needed and more during the unexpected blessed blessed season of my life this psalms was it i had been quoting it since i was a child but one day the word restore was was neon highlighted i pushed the stop button on life as it was and repeatedly told myself that it was okay i was outside a lot i've always loved outdoors but a different breeze blew my way that's that season it wasn't a howling wind a prophetic revelation to inspire some creativity it was as if the creator was saying, hey, daughter, walk with me. Psalm 23 became real, and I found that, that acknowledging the need for restoration is a holy thing. Resting and abiding in the Father will make you better than you were to begin with, and you will find a new rhythm. Besides, you cannot fulfill what God put you on earth to do if you don't run with, with his design for you, and that is rest. My cup runneth other. I'm going to read that last sentence again because that was really just profound. Besides, you cannot fulfill what God put you on earth to do if you don't run with his design for you, and that is rest. Y'all, that is so good. I hope that 
y'all first of all like I said Lacey the power that you have in your words is so eloquent and I hope that the Lord just continues to bless you and your family and you're such a blessing to me you're listening to this I love you thank you so much for your wisdom and just the love that you pour into so many people and I just am excited for what the Lord is going to do through you in and through you this year but y'all I hope that this podcast has been rejuvenating and just like a reminder of going into this year with a good posture and I am truly just in awe of God's goodness and mercy and I am so pumped for just the new revelations the new the new memories the new adventures that are to come and I'm actually going to pull up from my notebook with you guys so this is the real deal and I wrote down because a lot of people were asking me like if I had a word for this upcoming year and to be honest with you guys I've been going non-stop for quite a bit and I hadn't like stopped enough to actually like sit there and think about what the Lord wanted the year wanted my, the word of the year to be for me and so I was journaling and I I've not journaled in a long time so I don't like sit here thinking I'm like this whoa super spiritual person no I needed it out of desperation I'm just needing to like get my thoughts on paper and to help me rein the squirrels <laughs> but um the Lord really, like, pressed on my heart, like, as I was reflecting with you, reflecting about the word harvest and being a harvester, like I shared with you guys earlier, like, how he's building on to that, that for this upcoming year, 2024, for me, and mind you, this doesn't mean that there's not other words associated with this year for me, but, like, going into this, entering into the year, um, refreshing in a new, in new fresh faith, and I thought that was just so funny and comical, because given the fact that this is this podcast is called a breath, called a breath, a fresh faith and how, you know, it's so easy to go and like preach, preach other people about things that God's telling us, but it's one thing for us to actually sit and be saturated by what he's, what he's doing, what he's saying. And so I thought that was just so cool that like God is even using the title of my podcast in a way to speak to me in such, such profound ways, even going into another year after doing this for three years, I would highly encourage you to just take time and reflect on what God did this past year and because how can you move forward into a new year if you don't even know where you where you ended and and just having good good a good idea of where you're actually at with yourself and to not deceive yourself going into a new year thinking that maybe you're you're someone where you're not and actually like being okay with wherever that is and asking the Lord to help guide you and lead you and walk through that process it might be messy it might be might be ugly, but it'll be worth it. Trust me, I can say that because I'm still in the refinement process, and I'm and it's and it comes in chunks and comes in waves because the Lord knows what we're capable of handling, and He's never going to give us too much too much to handle, um, and I'm thankful thankful for that <laughs> and thankful we can rest in that even if at times it may may not physically feel feel that way. But another thing going into this year that like I I did really well at the beginning of 2023, but like kind of fell off the bandwagon halfway through the year when I was in a job that like really required a lot of me and I didn't have a lot of time for a lot of things <laughs> but doing having a gratitude journal and just writing down it doesn't have to be this long list like obviously I feel like a lot of us every single person has things that they can be grateful for and and sometimes when if it does take you a minute to like think about it then I think it should show you too of like where your mind is or where your mind's been or like the type of lens you've been looking at life through and ask the Lord to shift that lens or to refine it or clean it or breathe life into it but it's been really cool to like see like what the Lord 
has on my heart that I'm just like that's stewing in there of just gratitude so I'd highly recommend like getting into journaling I really want to be more consistent in it because I am also getting inconsistent and going back and reading other journals from other years or just whatever journals you might have I never do that like I always say I'm gonna take I take notes at church and I'm like oh I'll go back and sometimes I do but like not as much as I should because I'm obviously writing it down because the Lord has revealed something to me and is speaking to me and so I need to get better about being more consistent in that and so y'all keep me accountable in that I hope to share some things also from the conference that I went to in November for my birthday for the think conference it was an incredible conference I would need to talk about that it was such such a life-changing experience and I had a lot of opportunities to do a lot of cool things that I want to talk more into so I'm going to do a specific podcast on the think conference and just I literally had took a they gave us notebooks and I wrote in it one day a third or like third to half of a notebook and so if that says anything there's a lot of wisdom that was deposited there that it would be it would be cruel of me not to share because it was just such so so good and I met so many incredible people and so I'll definitely talk more about that I'm gonna wrap this podcast off with just saying like I said for like I started at the beginning I'm just so thankful for God's faithfulness he's so good thank you guys so much for just love and support and listening to my life because y'all I don't know what it's not and like it's crazy it's wild it's never dull but I'm thankful for that I used to be I used to be bitter about that I used to be like wow I wish my life was more conventional but like first of all what does even conventional mean in the in the grand spectrum of things of life you know and if somebody can relate to me because of my story no matter like what how crazy it is and it's worth every trial it's worth every every tribulation because I wouldn't I want others to not like if they if I can prevent them from going through what the hardships that I went through because of my stupidity then it was worth every single second of it because the people that I look back on my life that have poured into me the most or that I've like soaked up the most are people that are so so honest and so so transparent about their life the hardships the the moments where they were running away from the Lord and went off the bandwagon and went off the deep end and did a lot of crazy things that they shouldn't have done but now they're able to relate to people that they never would have if they hadn't experienced that and so God can bring like like I said God can bring beauty out of quite literally everything anything and everything and I'm so so thankful for that so thankful for that truth for that promise to rest in but I just want to finish this podcast off with prayer dear Lord I thank you so much for this year I thank you so much for 2024 I thank you for a new a new day thank you for a new breath in all of our lungs Lord because we're not promised tomorrow but I'm so excited for what you do have for us tomorrow if it's in your will and I pray God that you would just continue to ignite dreams and visions of what you're doing and where you're taking us I pray, God, that we would have a hunger and a desire for you above all else, Lord, and that that would translate in the way we live our life, getting into your word, being intentional with praying, being intentional with being in the house of the Lord and getting plugged in and serving your body and reaching those that don't know you. And I pray, God, that you just give us a word for the year, Lord, be intentional with us. And I pray that first and foremost, that we would be intentional with you, where we can hear what you're saying and hear what you're up to. And Lord, I pray for Saint Valley mercies. I pray for an incredible year filled, filled with fruit and just joyfulness and a spirit of gratitude and thanksgiving. And I just pray for favor for every single person listening. I know that we have so many incredible listeners across the globe, Lord, that are going through a plethora of different different cultural things. I pray, God, that you would be in the midst of everything. And I'm just excited and expectant, Lord, of what you're up to. And thank you for always showing up and showing out like you always do. And I pray all these things in your name. Amen. 
y'all, I love you so, so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. And y'all, I promise I actually will be dropping content very, very soon. Bye, y'all. Love you guys. Happy 2024. Can't believe it's, can't believe it's the first. Where did the time go? Bye, y'all.